So a couple weeks ago, I was working at Chili's, and I had the craziest shift of my entire life. How was that? <laughs> so I went into Chili's, and just a normal shift. I'm just working my normal shift, and then it started buzzing a little bit. Everyone started buzzing about, like, hey, there might be this protest that's happening outside. Oh, it's going to be kind of cool. You're talking to the customers. Because some customers sat on the fucking patio because they wanted to watch their protest. And then you see these. there was the entire shift. I got there at 12. This is on... Um, I don't want to say where where it is. It's in it's someplace in uh, Orange County. I'm not gonna give the street crossroads because like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was about to give the street crossroads. I don't want people to know where I work exactly. You know what I mean? And um, somewhere in Orange County, and there was a protest going. There was a protest scheduled for 2 p.m. Um, at 12 when I got there, there was a ton of Trump protesters across the street, which were the anti-protesters, I guess. They were setting up shop there against the Black Lives Matter protest. There's probably a hundred when I got there of the Trump supporter protesters and probably maybe 200 once uh, it got to 2 p.m. Maybe even more. I think there was even more. And then, oh my God, fucking, we're like not, we're like, oh, we're not going to shut down. It's fine. Like we saw it across the street. Like it's whatever. It was all over on across the street by the other businesses. And um, then before 2 p.m., we'd see down the street that I'm talking about, you know, the street, 200 police officers in riot gear marching down the fucking street. I was like, what the fuck? In, when they had guns out and they had riot gear on and they start marching down the street and then they make like a perimeter. And then the Black Lives Matter protesters came down and they came right outside of Chili's. And as soon as the people started walking out the street, my manager went, we're closing this down. We're closing this down. She started panicking. We started closing up the entire restaurant. And then the Black Lives Matter protesters came right outside the door. I saw like a fight outside the door. We're scrambling to close the restaurant at this point. I saw a fight outside the door. Literally, they all are coming together. There's like the cops involved. Everything's mixed up. It was fucking crazy. And then we got the hell out of there. I can't even believe it was in my freaking hometown. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe it was fucking right where I'm always at. Like it was a place that I knew so locally and oh my God, it was crazy. It was fucking crazy. And then we got out of there and apparently someone got ran over later in the day too. I know. I read about that. Someone got ran over. It was like, Oh, it was the craziest shift, man. Having to close for a protest. Like it was getting nuts. That's insane. I mean, how, how do you feel about the increase of protests kind of going on? (sighs) Well, I I feel like I have to answer it in a political way since we just had the political podcast <laughs> we recorded. I think that uh, legislatively and politically, there's nothing you could do about it. I, I have no opinion on it. They're executing their constitutional right to protest. I support the Constitution. I support that right to protest in any way for anything. So in that regards, I think that it's totally fine. In a personal aspect, I think that they have no objective, no mission, no goal, and they're doing everything for nothing, and all they're doing is hurting businesses and hurting black people. And I think that Black Lives Matter organization and protests are not good for anyone. Um, but I think it doesn't matter what I think, and I think that legally they should be able to do it, and if they think what they're doing is right, again. How about like violent protests versus peaceful protests? And and here and here's the thing. Here's the problem I have with that is that 
we're now looking at it in retrospect. You know what I mean? Right. So retro, my, my opinion is all retrospectively looking yeah. back on it. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. And I'm looking at it in hindsight, and I'm thinking they had no objective, they had no mission, they had no plan. But I think that looking at it from protest to protest, I think classifying something as either a peaceful or non-peaceful protest is irrelevant. I think it's stupid to even do so. Because we have the right to protest in the United States. We have the right to protest for any reason, for any cause, at any time, at any place. The city has the right to make a curfew. And then during that curfew, we can't protest because there's a curfew. So that's what the city has the right to do. The government has the right to declare it violent and then disperse yeah, it. Because there is lawful and unlawful assembly. There's lawful and unlawful assembly. But I think that before every single protest, we have to assume innocence. There's no way you can go into a protest and assume it's going to turn violent. You know what I mean? We can retrospectively judge it based on how it turned violent eventually and condone the violence that happened. But I think that when there is a protest forming, the government and, and us have no right classifying that as anything before it starts. You know what I mean? And so I feel like as soon as it gets violent, then get in there, disperse it, get it, get rid of it. But I think that there's no place for judgment onto those protests. And I think that we have to treat it like, like the constitution treats it in the way that, when it's starting, it's a peaceful, lawful protest. And it's peaceful and lawful until it is not. You know what I mean? And then when it's not, it's not. So that's what I think. What do you think? So when it's vi- like you would probably agree that like when it's violent, like that, that's not productive anymore. No, it's not productive. And I think it's obviously bad. And I think that the government should go in and disperse those people. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think that the government should judge whether a protest is violent or not violent at the start. You get what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, but I think as soon as it does turn violent, because I feel like some Republicans are actually arguing for that. They're like, they wanted to stop the protests altogether. Well, and I, that's, that's wrong, yeah. And I just was, I just was like, that's, well, they have the right to, yeah. They have the right to protest, and you can't really assume a protest is violent before it starts. Yeah, even if the protest has no defined cause, they have every right to do exactly. so. Exactly. If they want to go out there and fucking say spaghetti monster, you know what I mean, and do it for the spaghetti <laughs> yeah, monster. Yeah, and, and I feel like I, I agree with you, man. Like, when it turns violent, it's just not productive and i do think it hurts black people too like um i mean there are plenty of black business owners who have suffered because their local businesses black have, people like, who have hurt. died yeah it's like uh, even like you know raiding your local walmart you know that's not really hurting walmart ceo maybe it is but walmart ceo is living in some like mansion gated community no they're too big yeah they don't give a fuck but the people you're hurting are the people who work in that walmart absolutely in the inner city a lot of times they are the black people that you're trying to protect. And I think that's, that's and suddenly they don't get a paycheck for a couple of weeks and they have to clean it all up and they have to clean or it they all may up. have lost their job because you just hurt that store's revenue. It's nothing good comes out of that for exactly, them. Exactly. Yeah. It's all bad. Yeah. So I, I also, there's some people trying to defend violent protesting and look, I feel like to some extent, like I, I understand where they're coming from. Like, you know, obviously the American revolution was, uh, was not peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. like, I, I feel like it's it's kind of hard, man, when the very thing that you're protesting for, you're literally, like, taking... It's like taking one step forward, but two steps back. Like, with the American Revolution, like, they wanted to overthrow the government. So, okay, you're going to be violent much, if you overthrow the government. It's pretty much just a protest for awareness. And I'm just like, okay, who doesn't know that you're aware now? It's like, end racism. Like... Okay, like it's so, how, it's that's so, so broad, so like, general. How do you, 
Well, first of all, I mean, there's just so much to it, man. And I feel like, yeah, man, I, I feel like it's a huge topic that definitely could take like hours and hours and hours to dissect. But yeah, overall, I feel like peaceful protest is definitely should be encouraged, you know, because it's within your constitutional right to do so. And I don't even think this this should be a hot take, but even if you're a peaceful, like white supremacist protest, neo-Nazi protest, unfortunately, there is no, like, you can't make exceptions to the rule. The First Amendment applies to every American citizen, and even... Here's what I say. I I think I have a good example for that. Yeah, yeah. A hundred years ago, most of America thought that being a homosexual was wrong. Mm-hmm. Most of America. They they thought that it was morally wrong. And guess what? Morals change. Yeah. The way morals change is through the protests. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jim Crow laws. You know what I mean? People, we didn't change. Every single movement, feminist movement, you know what I mean? Every single movement in history has always been a minority. Mm-hmm. That's why they want to change it. And you change it through that way. So it's like, so it's exactly what you were saying. It's like you should have the right to do anything because there's no way that we have the hindsight to know what people are going to think in 50, 100 years. Yeah. They could have completely different morals and they need to change that for the society that they're in. It's just hard, man, because it's like even with violent protests, like I'm sure a lot of them think what they're doing is right. They're like, we're mad. So we're going to like destroy things. And then they hate the cops that are in there restoring order. And it's like the cops are just defending, enforcing the law. The law says you can't like you can't just. Well, you're actually harming and, other people. Yeah, yeah you're actually steal harming. and just like hurt other people in your protest. That's why we have the law. So yeah, you're protesting, but then you go loot someone's store. Like that's a law being broken right there. Like there's laws protecting that store. So I feel like we just, I've just seen a lot of emotionally charged arguments the last year that's just getting mad about so many different things. And we just kind of forget like there's a legal process to do these things and a peaceful and legal way that we could get these things done. We, let's just not get too riled up about it and like get all emotional and just start like flipping off everyone, like being all violent, just dividing ourselves, man. Cause yeah, I feel that, yeah, you know, I like, feel that we all live under the same constitution. We all live under the same leadership and all that stuff. And we have to just work together to like amend that through a constitutional process. If we want to get whatever it is we want to get done. And I feel like, spewing about on twitter getting all morally mad at everyone who disagrees with you the only reason you can spew about it on twitter the only reason you could even talk about racism right is because of the law yeah. you know what i mean there's plenty of places you can go in the world you want to go to china you want to go to russia guess what you want to speak out about inequality in china <laughs> you really want to go out there with a black lives matter thing in china yeah good luck America is like, you know what? We're going to allow you to say and do whatever you want as long as you don't harm other people. Yeah. I think that's what's made us great and that's allowed us to progress this far. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely tough. What was this podcast even supposed sports, to be about, by the way? Sports. Uh, it was supposed to be Chili's Protest, Sports, sports. and um, the, uh, what else was it? Well, and uh, Working Out. Well, number one, I'd just like to say, Please stream the Blackpink album. This is already gonna be like four weeks. Oh, we're not doing the music one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we're not. But I just want to say that we could just do music. We could just do the protest. We could talk about music if you wanted to instead of sports. Oh, I really just want to say stream the Blackpink album. That's all I want to say. I haven't even (laughs) streamed it at all. I don't even know a single song from it. I'm excited for you to show me a song. Did you just want to do the sport, this music one? I feel like the music. I'm okay with whatever. How much time do we have left? Like Um, we're going to like three, right? So or like less, less than three. We have 13 minutes. Let's see. It was like it was like some dope stuff. I mean, even sports wise though, um, it's funny because by this time this airs, we'll have an NBA champion in the books. 
hopefully the Lakers. Have you heard what's going on yet? I know you were kind of out of touch the other week, uh, and you no, didn't even know no. the finals was going on. Uh, isn't it three and one? <laughs> yes, I'm glad you understand that. Lakers are three and one. I think they're playing tonight too. Tonight? Are they playing tonight? Where do you even watch this on? Can you watch this on YouTube? Yeah, I think so. Let's see. Um, Lakers. I don't know. Do I have to have cable to watch the the game? Are they playing today? Or why do I put? You can now watch all the football games on like uh, the Yahoo app. I think Lake. Is it today? Tomorrow. Ooh, it's tomorrow. What can you watch it's it on? It's on ABC, so you can just watch it. Yeah, it's the finals, so you know. Are they gonna blow a three-one lead? Dude, that'd be terrible. I'm hoping they kind of like. I'm hoping they just like they win, you know. So, oh, have you heard Twenty One Savage's new album? Yes. Oh, how was that? Not as good as his last one at all. Really? Not as good at, at all, man. Savage Mode One, or as like I'm greater than both, I was. both. But okay, okay. but uh, I I don't know. People are saying it's super good. I don't get the appeal at all. His last album was fucking incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah. The I am greater than I was. Oh my god! Every single song on there is a freaking banger. And so unique. And all these goddamn songs sound the same. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even... I will it. say, though, Metro Boomin killed it. And Morgan Freeman. Dude, they kind of stole like our I idea. <laughs> I saw the Morgan Freeman. When I heard the Morgan Freeman voice, I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Remember, doesn't 21 Savage have that music video that we love, too, in the desert? Is that him or no? That's Juice World. Oh, that's Juice World. Yeah. Oh. I was like, then he's still in all our motherfucking shit. Jeez, dude. Yeah, dude. I music wise, I still um, think I am. I I am as greater than I was. Is like way better. Also, he didn't do the thing. The one of my most favorite things about I am greater than I was is that it was a fucking journey to listen to the album. The yeah. features were not listed. You got to listen through that shit. It was a journey. It was great. Savage mode two is like let's just put every fucking feature out on like the public thing. Yeah. It would have been so much doper to hear Drake come in not knowing it. You know what I mean? Like, and so he, I don't know why he changed that up. I don't know why he changed that. Although I will say that I felt like the Drake song was a little underwhelming. Yeah. I kind of was hoping, I, w- I did not want like a simp Drake song. I wanted like hard Drake, you know? I wanted like. Drake's just been on so many things, Drake. man. Drake's on like every fucking song. Yeah, I really wish. Uh, He's turning into a two chains. He's turning into a two chains. Except. A two chains you can make hits though, because like two chains is just kind of like a filler verse. Two chains is like Gunna. I feel like Gunna's on every song now too. Filler verse, yeah. You yeah, get, you're right. You hit up Gunna, you hit up two chains. You got your nice Drake filler makes verse. songs, yeah. Drake, Drake makes actually songs. like will add something to it. Yeah, people are Drake fans. No one's a freaking two chains fan. <laughs> Maybe people dude. Are. Yeah, are there actually two chains or Gunna fans? Like seriously, I'm sure there are, but it's like. I mean, know. I saw him live. That's true. Yeah, you did. Well, I heard his last album was not bad. I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Stuff. I'm a, I'm a fan of his just because he's on so much stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm a fan. I'm not a fan of his music specifically. Mm, yeah. I mean, I. I don't know. I think like there's some good albums that dropped. I mean, I've also a couple albums I've liked recently are Joji's album. Uh, I Nectar. really like Joji's album yeah. too. MGK's album was pretty good too. Can we, can we just play one song here? I really, really wanted to show you this song from uh, the. Um, GID's new album. Oh yeah, I still have to finish listening to that. But Spillage Village, from what I've heard so far, pretty good album as well. So there's a song on here that is. I wanted to show you this one because my favorite song on here is Mecca, um, and that's one's like. But from South Africa to Japan, it's so good. Is that Mecca? I don't know. These names are confusing. But there's this one song, 
that is so original. It's just so original. It's so good. It's not what you would expect from a collab album. Like all these songs on here are so original. Like you look at like Brockhampton, that's like what you expect from a rap album. You know what I mean? But then you look at them and I think they did it better than anyone has ever done a collab album like oh yeah i heard the spillage village like what i heard from it and i was like dude tim's gonna eat this up the live instruments and everything going on it's just so good it's so it reminds me actually a lot of revenge of the dreamers kind of i don't know if you got that vibe but it, it does it does yeah. i'm trying to find the, which song it is oh, fuck. oh it's this one it's this one okay wait let me play it let me play this one this song is so original oh it's long we're just gonna have to end it on this i think uh, okay we'll play it all right, all right. Gonna, it's sure, it's yeah. six minutes but this song is so fucking good it's called happy h-a-p-i but i just think it's so original and not something that you would hear on a um collab album like this and i just think that you should just give it a listen and let's let's let's, let's hear it it's so original i'm just like damn. Want it on here thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for tuning into the bam and tim podcast we're gonna end it on this uh, and Nathan maybe can give us thoughts for a couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so stay tuned. This song's so good, though. Great so far.
changes on my heart to feel the reaper. I can hear the angels, oh, I cross my heart for safety. Hope I stay alive, oh Lord, they always go to crazy. It's really peace of mind, good God. All my life I had to fight, all my life passing by, all my life I had to write, all my life I had to die, all I had to sacrifice. Blood, sweat, and tears paid the price. Start the day for better days tomorrow, I'll keep my spirits high up. When the rains are pushed, my ceiling go up, then I turn on my floor, so the game show love, then count my blessing, my prayers go up. Big dog, my niggas is day one. When the sun go down, when the lights go up, still ten doors down. I'ma keep my truck, I'ma bang my buck, I'ma play my hand, and I ain't gonna change till I breathe my last. I'ma use my hands, I'ma play my songs, I'ma play my right. I'ma do my dance and to give my life. I'ma sing my wrongs. I'ma be that light. I'ma clap my hands. I'ma smoke my weed. See my plans. I'ma leave my faith. I'ma play my jams. And you might think I'm out of tune, but I ain't got shit to do with you, oh my God. Your freedom is beyond anyone outside of yourself's controlling. It can't be bought and sold, given away or even stolen. It's a divine entitlement, vital to the nourishment of the soul. Encouraging spiritual growth to channel the ethereal flow of creation's river across the cosmos. It's blessed osmosis, triggering consciousness to focus in a paradigm ascension transcended beyond all space-time dimensions. Not to mention my penchant for benediction. Benedicting minds been consistent in my grind of using every pen and pencil I could find to elevate the state of decline that's dragging my people down so deep that decline could never be done in a single lifetime. So I write life's lines. Correction, my lines write life. Correction, my life lines right up when serving my purpose to write and recite what touches, incites, ignites, and unites us so we can finally stop running from freedom. The Bamba and Tim Podcast. I might at least put a watermark on it. <laughs> that was really good. Right? Like, like, would you expect that from a collab album? No, not at all. What other fucking collab album does that? Dude, their final song, just listen to the final song on it too, because this is too. It's super short. This is the final song. This is this one too. We might as well. It's so fucking good. I feel like you're at a campfire here. I know.
Oh, that's the timer. Oh, the timer. That's perfect timing. Sorry about that. We'll continue. The timer it. continues. Let's continue the song. Campfire song. What'd you think about it, man? And you know I like That's originality. Great, you yeah, know I man. like originality. Yeah, I, it's been on my list of albums to check out, dude. So I'm sorry I, I just I, concluded it for well, you. Well, I but. listened to like maybe like five, the first five songs-ish. Yeah, they're not like that. The second half of the album, they fucking killed it. That's like, those songs are like fucking... I mean, mm. I, I was already impressed with the first five songs, so, you know... But man, yeah, those they have good. some like normaler songs. Yeah, but yeah. every song has their own twist. Like it's like so good. It's, it's great. Like, it's great. Yeah, I love seeing JID on a project like that because I know yeah. JID is super creative and super. But like, I did not expect that at all. Like this, like singing vibey shit coming in. I was like, geez, man. Like it's. I love the vibe of the album. Like I didn't think I was gonna. I thought it was gonna be trappy. I thought it was gonna be like a normal collab album. That's just like kind of like good songs but they're all kind of just like going to their strengths you know what i mean they're not yeah. like going out of the comfort zone but like these songs i was like whoa what the fuck like these are like i don't know it was great it was great i love it one out of ten. <laughs> one out of ten one out of a hundred one out of a hundred um i i honestly I, I i'd say just based off that that song you just showed me i'd give that song like like a eight out of ten yeah like it's like it's like really it's good. really good yeah it's really good that's a good that's a good score yeah I'm, I'm i'm probably about that too it's so good it's really really good might be album of the year for me i actually wouldn't even be opposed to that honestly based on what i've heard from it especially because this this year is not that hard to be album. i of the think year. it was it makes a strong case um and you know what if it was just maybe a little bit better it'd be like competition for blackpink's album really I'm just kidding that's a big that's a big <laughs> statement from you bro blackpink's gonna be on number one blackpink's album you already know was far better <laughs> i mean if you like it more that's I'm you i'm just kidding man. i'm just kidding no judgment i but. think objectively obviously this was incredible the production yeah. on it yeah the, oh yeah the production alone is so good but yeah well thank you for listening well, thank to you for listening to the bampton podcast we will be back in some kind of way some kind of fashion yeah i don't know when but peace out brothers peace